0: Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up everybody, welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're here, we're doing it, we're having a good time on this Sunday. Oh, am I uh, back on a regular flipped schedule again where it's going to be every other week but now it's all flipped and it's going to fuck up your mind? Probably. Ah, that decaf. Ooh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, It's been a crazy couple weeks. Took a vacation. Did the whole me time. We've discussed this in the past. Now and then, you gotta have a fuck-off period. And the last weekend, when I was supposed to be doing an episode for you guys, uh, I had a fuck-off period. And now we're here. So who cares? We're doing it. And I'm here to bring you entertainment. It's been a fun-filled week, guys. It's one of those weeks where you know you were busy the whole time. But you don't remember everything you did. Like, somebody's like, oh, why? I haven't heard from you. Or what's been going on? What's you been know- what have you been doing? It's like, honestly, I don't know. I just know I have had no time. I feel like I'm just always doing something. It's been good. I can't tell you about the new thing. I, finally, I had a new experience, you guys. Had a new fun one. Um, my goddaughter needed my assistance with her schoolwork. Uh, My buddy called me up and said, Hey man, need you to do me a favor. Uh, My daughter has this project going on and we need you to do the project for us. And I was like, okay, what's the project? And at first, I guess I should back this up. He just straight up goes, Hey man, do you mind if I send you something? First of all, way too ominous, dude. You can't start a pitch that way. Just call me up out of the blue. And just be like, hey, bud, how's it going? Hey, can I send you something in the mail? And it's like, yeah, what is it? And then he tells me it's for the full school project. And my guess is it was supposed to be like a surprise. Like, just ask me if they could send me something, and then it shows up, and then I know what to do with it. I knew right away what it was. It's Flat Stanley, dude. The Flat Stanley. The old Flat Stanley project. And now, for those who are unfamiliar with the Flat Stanley project. Let me fill you in. Flat Stanley was a boy. Who got crushed by a door. If I remember in the rendition. That they told us. He was a young whippersapper. About you know. In second or third grade. When he got smushed by a door. And got completely flattened. And upon being flattened. Uh, he had a hankering for adventure. So his parents. Being the smart uh neglectful parents they are uh didn't want to deal with a disabled boy of flat stanley right and he wanted to go see the world so they were like oh we can make let you go see the world stanley and we don't even have to put you on a plane we can fold you up in a manila envelope and ship you around the country for the, the cost of a posted stamp never mind feeding uh Stanley through the mail. You just you just sip him on his way. The U.S. Postal Service is fast. They guarantee overnight. <laughs> They're going to handle that package with care. There's not going to be any problems whatsoever. So Stanley gets shipped around and goes on all these adventures all over the place. That's the idea of Flat Stanley. So what schools do is they have the kids design their own Flat Stanley. And uh, send this paper doll to relatives or friends of uh, the family or just who live in different places and have them go around and take photos with said paper doll. And it's, well, it's good educational purposes, right? You know, you get to see a different place and learn how people live, see different people doing different activities. Like you're supposed to do all sorts of stuff. You're basically supposed to take it everywhere with you, you know. So, um, you know, take taking it to work and seeing what that's like and then taking it to um, historical places from where you're at and then learning history. You're supposed to do things like that. And it's a great thing for kids and stuff. Um, at least it—it it was definitely a good thing for kids my age, uh, <laughs> adults that are around my age now. When we did this, it made sense because uh, Google wasn't relatively available. You can Google images better than the pictures I took of Flat Stanley. You know, that's the thing I don't understand. So I feel like it's just a last-ditch effort to get kids into the postage system. We got to teach them how it works. And that's the nice thing. Like, I got a handwritten letter from my goddaughter just saying, hey, thank you for helping me with the project. And she uh, filled out the envelope and put the stamp on it. So, she, yeah, she got to do a whole task by herself, which is an important thing. It is important to learn how the mail system works. It is important to do that. But it's that's about all it's used for nowadays. Because all the pictures I send to them are ones you could get super high resolution photos of that would be way better. But instead, what the uh, teacher decides to do is give adults homework <laughs> directly instead of indirectly. This time, you know, most of these most parents are doing their kids' math homework with them, checking it with them now and then. You know, making sure the algebra is all on the tip-top shape. I don't think second graders doing algebra, but you get what I'm saying. Some of our Friends who are now parents in that realm, they're getting tested again to see if they remember their multiplication tables. Can you still do division? I don't know. Let's find out. You'll have to wait until you get your results back from Mrs. Gardner as well. (laughs) Once she's done grading the papers, you'll know if you're as smart as a second grader. And that's how they came up with that show that Jeff Foxworthy hosted. That's the exact... Dialogue that happened. Jeff was sitting around one day. I-, I was doing my kids' homework, and I'll be telling you, uh, uh, rednecks uh, can't do math. Long division does not suit us well. And then they started asking us about the 20th president. Of the I- hell, I didn't even know there were 20. <laughs> and then that's when Jeff got We well, should make a show. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? And that's how that show was born. That was Jeff Foxworthy's entire pitch was him just babbling about trying to do his daughter's homework. Yeah, but they directly send it to me. Now I'm not indirectly doing homework. I'm getting roped into doing homework. And in true spirit of getting homework, again, I haven't had homework now. I'm 31, I, uh, I guess 2015 is when I graduated college. So, Yeah. So eight years I haven't had homework, you know, haven't had to do a lick of it, you know, and so I finally got I got an assignment. I got called into duty, right? Had to go get this thing done for my goddaughter, right? I don't want her to fail. I don't want this to be a thing, although that would be a funny memory to have. His, if I just completely drop the ball. <laughs> and this is just something that she holds against me mo- the rest of her life. It's like, I can't rely on you at all. I'm just trying to like be like an usher at her wedding. <laughs> She's like, I can't rely on you to seat people. I couldn't rely on you to take a piece of paper and take pictures of it around where you lived. That, that's different. <laughs> oh, man. Just creating trust issues right away. You know, But no, instead I did the, the right thing uh, and I, I made a plan to take this paper doll to certain places that I knew would be cool and get some awesome pictures for. Um, I made that plan and didn't execute it until the day before I'm supposed to do it and send in everything. <laughs> yes, procrastinating homework. It's not a thing you can get rid of. It stays in your DNA. I swear, man, if I went back to, like, college or something, just took some, like, uh, refresher courses, I would be doing that same shit. Just last stitch preparation. Uh, It's like my uh, Spanish teacher, Mr. Massey, used to tell us. Uh, I studied what he called using the regurgitation method, where I would cram for my tests and my quizzes and just throw up everything that I had learned onto the page and then never retain anything after that it's just it's like just you know it's it's the bulimia of, <laughs> of learning <laughs> you know just scarf that shit down but then make sure you go puke it up right away you want the taste of it and you want the satisfaction of that knowledge but then you just barf it back up and be like cool i made room in my hard drive again so that's what I did. I took him some cool places, though. I did take Flat Stanley some nice places. I took him to uh, the Iowa State Capitol. I took him to the Capitol Building of Des Moines. You know, with our giant gold domes, which is always under construction. I think they just they're they're always like I there might be a week period. I swear, where there's no scaffolding on that building. Uh, there otherwise it's always there's always scaffolding around it, so they can do touch up on the gold uh, tower. All the time. It's just always like that. And we brag about those gold towers, those gold domes we got. That's our cool thing we got going. That's what's setting us apart. But it was cool. Uh, I've never been up to the Capitol building area before. I've never been by there that I remember. I have walked by it at like 12 in the morning (laughs) at midnight, uh, drunk, uh, trying to calm a buddy down after we got kicked out of a bar, <laughs> but I don't remember walking by it because uh, I was busy trying to make sure uh, he didn't fight anybody. Otherwise, I'd never seen it in the daytime. Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. All the statues around there—they got some history. They got a, they got a statue of Lincoln up there reading to a toddler or a child, I guess. You just you know, re- Lincoln reading a book. They got a cool uh, sundial. It's uh, commemorative by somebody. I have pictures. I should read more about it and learn about the history of it. And then there's a pretty cool view if you stand on top of the stairs where you look out and you can see, like, all of downtown Des Moines. You have a straight view of Grand Street or Grand Ave, I should say, not Grand Street, Grand Ave, and it just goes straight down. So I took pictures of that. And, uh, yeah, it's beautiful up there uh now i understand why the taxes are so high in des moines it's because they have to make sure they keep that lawn mode there's so much goddamn real estate up there and it's so much grass i can only imagine the maintenance fees to keep that up and you know they're overcharging those lawn guys are overcharging for that but it's on the taxpayer's dime so who gives a shit might have fucking better grass than Augusta. Good God, man. They don't. Uh, Augusta has way more money than the state of Iowa, probably. <laughs> Augusta National isn't fucking around when it comes to their grass. I'm pretty sure they would write me a letter if they hey, hear this podcast. <laughs> they would write me a letter and be like, you need to cease and desist acting like we don't have the best grass, dude. We will come and end you. We'll, t- we'll buy out your little stupid podcast website that's worth Hey, calm down, Augusta National. It's cool. I was just making a joke. It would be funny if I had beef with one of the most high-class, like most reputable (laughs) golf courses in all of America, just getting a beef because I just said this capital building of Iowa has better grass. (laughs) Oh, man, I could never go to the Masters. They literally banned me. And not only that, my family, oh, my parents, would, my dad would be so pissed. My dad would, would be just absolutely devastated over my actions of getting us banned from the Masters. But it was a cool area. But I'll say this. When you're walking around with a paper doll as a 30-year-old man taking pictures of it, you look like a jackass, you know? I looked so dumb. And there are people walking by, and they have their kids, and everybody's looking at me. And you can't stop and explain to everybody. I didn't explain to anybody, but you can't. <laughs> I wish somebody would just ask me what I was doing so I could just be like, oh, it's the F- Project Flack Stanley. <laughs> because I would hope most people know what it is. I swear, it. I I don't understand why some places do it and some people don't. Like I had a lot of people I like brought this up to, and they're like, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, really? Like, it's not a universal thing that a lot of people do, I guess. I mean, if you live in a bigger city, I guess you don't do it because you're like, there's, we're in a big city. What else could we learn by sending it to another city? I mean, this city, there's that city arrogance. <laughs> we're just like, this place. I mean, what more do you need? We're in this place. Whereas, like, small town, like, school districts and stuff are like, yeah, we need to send these out. So, like, they know, like, there's other stuff outside of this 3,000 people in this town. <laughs> so, they're not shocked when a stranger rolls into town. Like, who, what is that? I don't, I know everybody in the world. <laughs> I literally know everyone in the world. And they all live here in this town. Now, it turns out there's a world outside of this. And then their head explodes. You know. Um, so I took it there I took it to the sculpture park the Papa John smoke uh, sculpture park and it's not the same Papa John's uh, I know a lot of people get that confused they always think oh you mean that to the pizza guy no there's a different Papa John I forget like what his deal is but like there's a significance to it here in Des Moines but anyway yeah it's a cool pa- sculpture uh, pa- I've never really walked around it that was the first time I've walked around it see flat Stanley actually made me get outside my comfort zone. So I like to think, you know, I was changing Flat Stanley's outlook on life, but in reality, he was changing mine. (laughs) And I took Flat Stanley uh, to the Sculpture Park and just walked around a couple of the sculptures. It was pretty cool. Um, Luckily, I was in, but it's so crowded down there. Like people love hanging out at the Sculpture Park here in Des Moines. I love to loiter there especially um, some people who are less fortunate than others and uh, like to uh, vulgarly scream at people, uh, gibberish, you know, Uh, those kind of people. And, uh, yeah, so I just kind of took my pictures and got out of there real quick. And then my favorite one was I actually took it to the comedy club. Because I figured that would be a fun place to get some different pictures. So I took it to Teehees, got Stanley on the stage, you know. Uh, wrote a little excerpt about him telling jokes. He hit up the open mic. Stanley got up there and tried to do some jokes. Unfortunately, his uh, jokes fell a little flat with the crowd. Puns. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. You don't think I threw in a few puns when I wrote up a little bit on this? Of course I did. And then, yeah, uh, took some pictures around the club with Stanley. It's a good time. But that was the big highlight of my week is putting off homework to the last minute. You got to love it. You know, got to love like going back into that. So my buddy said the pictures were great. He is like this. They were awesome. Just what they need for the project, which is good. Stellar. Hopefully she gets an A or however they grade kids nowadays. I don't even think they give them grades anymore. I think they just do whatever they do. I don't know. Huh? The the schooling system just just gone to shit. <laughs> like I know, like I've been a part of anything. I just hear rumblings from him and from my buddies and then my brother about what's going on with their kids. So I have no idea. You just hear you just hear all the negative sides of school these days. You never hear about the positives. But anyway, what do I know? But guys, I guess let's just hop into what I found this week, huh? I found this weird article from uh Ted ed, which is like the Ted talk things. And uh, this one just seemed like an interesting read to me. It was called uh, how to tame your inner advice monster. Uh, all of you know, your advice monster, somebody starts telling you about something, even though you don't really know the situation or the people involved, you are certain. Uh, you certainly don't have the full context, but about 10 seconds, <laughs> but I, uh, after about 10 seconds, your advice monster is like, ooh, ooh, I got something to uh, say here. Uh, I've caught up with a friend of mine uh, a while ago. She's smart, she's brilliant, and she's talented. Oh, man. This is, w- I just want to point this out. When, you, when you're when you talking to somebody, like, oh, first of all, I like this idea of a, a advice monster because I do do this. This is a problem I have where, like, people start telling me a problem they have or something going on in their life and they might just be venting. But I grew up in a family where you didn't bring up problems unless you were asked you were basically throwing the idea out there so you could get solutions. My family's very much uh, A is plus B is causing C, so how do we get what do we need to do to get rid of it so we don't have the outcome of C. Like we're just like, okay, so you want to solve this. Um And it's because you're now creating a problem for me. I'm hearing about your problem. And I wanna stop hearing about the problem. So how do I help solve it? And that's where my advice monster is. My advice monster is selfish in the fact that it doesn't wanna hear Or come up with anything. My advice monster is actually lazy. (laughs) My advice monster is so lazy. It hears people start bringing up a situation and ask for my advice. And it's like, no, I don't want to have to. I can barely come up with advice for this guy. (laughs) The guy I'm inside of doesn't take my own advice and he fucks us up. We're in a much worse situation if he would just listen to me. And that's also egotistical, lazy advice monster. That's what I have. Anyway, <laughs> but back to my original point. If somebody get why I stopped here is if somebody's like, "Oh, my friend, you know, they're smart, they're talented, they're beautiful, they're great." When they hit you with three different awesome positive adjectives, they're about to fucking throw a haymaker <laughs> of a bad example about you. Anyway, after we did the usual warm up chit chat, she looked at me and said, "Michael, you're a good guy. I need your advice." <laughs> And at first Michael was probably like this is it finally this is the moment I get to try to maybe sleep with her. No, no, that's not it. He probably did actually think that. It's just funny how sometimes the the stereotype of that situation. My advice monster was delighted. She started telling me about what was going on and I started and I started to pretend to listen because quietly quite frankly My advice monster was already knew exactly what I wanted to tell her. Finally, she finished, and I was able to share my brilliant advice. And make no mistake, it was brilliant. But my advice went nowhere. My advice monster had uh, sabotaged the conversation. The problem isn't uh, with giving advice. Instead, the problem is with giving advice becomes our default response. Uh, There are three ways that advice can go advice giving goes bad first we often solve the uh, wrong problem uh, we get seduced into thinking the first challenge that shows up is the real challenge but it's almost never is second the advice is not nearly as good as we think it is if you are thinking to yourself no no my advice is magnificent uh i suggest you watch a video on cognitive bias <laughs> it will explain uh it explains what <laughs> it will explain we think we are amazing at things even though we aren't uh third if we have uh if you have an advice monster uh and if i can be clear we all have an advice monster uh holding the responsibility of having To have all the answers and save the person and save the day is exhausting, frustrating, overwhelming. And for the person who is on the receiving end of the advice monster, uh, they're getting the message that they can't figure this out by themselves, which always cuts at their sense of confidence and anonymity. Woo! Autonomy. Sorry. That's autonomy, not anonymity. Wow. Did you see how bad that last word I read was? Jesus Christ, Wayne. Dude, that is so funny, though. Like, their cognitive bias. I have sometimes, like, the opposite problem. Like, I honestly. Bring up the fact that I'm like, I'm pretty sure maybe it's this or that. But then I always follow it up with, but what the fuck do I know? I I start talking like I might know something. Then I go, what the fuck do I know, though? I I could be completely wrong. And I don't know if that's a defense mechanism because I'm – I really don't know or I'm just trying to give myself an out in case I'm wrong. (laughs) Like, hey, let me throw this parachute on while I dive into this fucking problem in case I need to pull a ripcord and get the hell out of here. Dude, the cognitive bias thing is so funny. Yeah, I... Advice... Giving advice and thinking that you have the absolute solution of all the time is fucking wild. I try not to act like I have the solution. I have, like suggestions i never say it's advice i like i have suggestions that's like what i can only give people you know and then you have to make a decision on your own and be a person uh uh we're constantly feeding our advice monster they are uh insatiable uh as soon as somebody Uh, starts talking your advice monster looms up and goes oh I'm going to add some value to this conversation Uh, yes I am and you need to learn to tame that advice monster in order to tame it you have to understand it as it turns out your advice monster has three different personas I call it the first persona tell it Uh, tell it is the loudest of the three it convinces you the only way that you can add value uh, is to have the answer uh, because you don't have all the answers, uh, then you fail. The second protota is subtle. It's called save it. Save it is the part of your, uh, it has to put its arms around you and say your only job is to rescue everybody. Don't let anybody stumble, struggle, or have difficult times. If anybody struggles, it's all your, it, it's at all, you fail. Uh, parents might recognize this one. Uh, the third persona is the scariest or sneakiest of the three. Uh, it's control. It control. It convinces you the only way you win is to maintain control at all times. Uh, if anybody else takes c- over, uh, takes over control, even a little bit, then you and they will definitely fail. Damn, this thing sounds less like a like a. I thought this would be like conquering just your uh your voice that tends to take over in the autopilot you go on. This thing's sounding more and more like controlling like your ability to want to just navigate and hone and control an entire situation. Um also it it's weird how often I find these like psychological things or Speaking or uh, communication articles, and they always try to personify or make a like an actual physical thing of a trait of yours. So that's how you have to like identify and look at it. It's very interesting how often they do that. Now, there's something that connects all three of these problems in the moment. Uh, when your advice monster is speaking, it is saying to you that you are better than other, the other person and that they are not as good enough, but the only, but not only is the other person, that is diminished. You are too. You've lost connection with your humanity. and To your empathy and your compassion. For the sense of vulnerability. To tame your advice monster. You need. Uh, you want to do. Is replace your advice. Uh, giving habits. With new habits. Staying uh, curious. Uh, is as simple. And as difficult as that. Uh, questions are kindly uh questions are the kindly kindly that's a weird word but of curiosity let me share with you three questions that i wish i would ask my friend if she wanted my advice the first question is uh what is the real challenge here for you recognize that neither of you know what is going to on to start the conversation uh it's uh, Repositions your uh, you to help the other person find the real uh, really important issue and not provide them with a fast wrong answer second question what else uh, this holds in insight uh, for the first question your friend uh, will give you is never the only answer uh, it's rarely the best answer this uh, will help you go deeper and further into the one question third question what do you want uh it is a difficult question but it's so powerful when a person gets clear on what they want it becomes their foundation of their actions or for their action uh when they know what they want they get uh into steps into step towards with the uh autonomy and confidence uh, when you're able to stay curious, uh, you are being power- empowered. You begin to empower people not by giving them answers, but by helping them find their own answers and not by rescuing them from helping them. Yeah, I think we, I know I do it. Um, when people come to you, they're not necessarily always looking for an answer uh, from you, they're hoping you can help them kind of just get directions towards an answer. You're a shopkeep and somebody's coming in. You're an NPC. <laughs> You're the NPC in this in this video, okay? You are come, someone's coming into the shop and they're asking for directions. And they just want to go, "Hey, we're trying to get to Coralville. Do you mind telling us how to get there?" And it's like, "Yeah, um, how fast are you trying to get going there? I mean, how like, are you, you want to see a scenic route? Do you want to see some stuff? And you gotta give them some things, and you get kind of get them in the right direction. Now it's up to them to figure out which way to go and how to do it. But that's up to them. I think sometimes we forget that, and uh, I think why some of us feel bad about that because then you feel like you're being used. I know sometimes I do. Like if you're just being talked to through that. You feel like you're kind of just being used rather than being sought after to help with the problem. But you are helping. It's just a different way of helping. And it's good for you. I don't know. Fuck, man. Just try to be nice and understanding when you're trying to help people out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if you want to help me out, you know what you guys can do? Go to punninggame.com. That's right, punninggame.com, where you can find all sorts of cool shows like this one, Not Worth the Time. You got Who Gives a F? You got The Empty Parlor. You got Things About Stuff. You got all these other back catalog podcasts that you can check out. So go there. Check out all the cool shows we have here at punninggame.com. And, and then hop over to YouTube. Go to Comic Way Taylor, guys. I'm putting out a new clip of stand up every week, I'm putting out YouTube shorts of my stand up every week now every wednesday so subscribe to that channel if you'd like to see some stand-up every week excuse me man that decaf coffee's fucking me up right now <laughs> at the end of the fight but uh comic wade taylor on youtube that's where you can find the video version of this podcast you can find clips of who gives a f uh not worth the time clips of my stand-up you can find my half hour a half out wild horses so go there subscribe support um anything there helps uh comment like all that, subscribe, it helps. Um, share this with a friend. We really appreciate it. Also, go to the Punting Game Shop, guys, if you really want to support the website and show you that you really enjoy it. Uh, go to the Punning Game Shop and get yourself a T-shirt or a hoodie to support your favorite shows here at PuntingGame.com. Uh, we really appreciate it. We, we love that you guys have uh, been sticking around for years now at this point. It's crazy how long uh, Nathan and I have been running the website and doing uh who gives a f and not worth the time now and uh it's awesome it's fun i still enjoy doing it and that's why i like to i like to do it and i know there are people listening who really enjoy the show so i appreciate you guys um other than that guys thank you for tuning in to not worth the time i hope you guys have a fantastic week and remember don't do anything i wouldn't do